Good morning and welcome to Morning Coach Today. I am so glad you're with us. Hey, it's Jimmy. Super pumped you're with me as we are rock and roll and having some fun this August 15th. Ready to take it on. As you know, it is a due month, so you should be working your plan. If you're new, and we've had some new people come on board, welcome, first of all. Uh, if you really are new and a little confused because there is a lot of stuff going on here, uh, I would suggest you get into your belt system. Um, we've got a few people going through it right now, and it's great, but getting that white belt, that yellow belt, is going to catch you up to speed. Uh, and if you haven't done that yet, if you're a member and you haven't done that yet, that's a great thing you can do is to go through that and it'll help you get clear and understand the direction we're going because this is actually a really good time to start working on that as we get into October, September. And you know, as we really flow into October and start moving into the fourth quarter, we start planning for next year. It's pretty crazy how things work, but within our cycle, you know, we're right in that due kind of really active couple months here coming out of the summer. And then it's time to start getting ready for next year. So having that foundational basis of the clarity that you want to do is really important uh, as we are working our plan. And I think that's really important if you're, again, figuring out what you're going to do as far as systems basis. Um, I am moving this week, uh, and then I need another week to kind of get set up. And then we're going to be putting some stuff up with Evernote, uh, one of the tools that we use. But again, uh, if you haven't taken the quiz yet, uh, understanding your thought process. And we're actually going to take that quiz even deeper, just so you know, we're working on making it even stronger. Setting up the proper system is really important, uh, whether it's Evernote, whether it's using a paper planner, uh, which you can grab on Amazon, whether it's you downloading it and putting it on a device like a Remarkable or a paper device. You know, figuring out what works best for you is really important. Uh, and for me, I'm using an Evernote kind of combination with my iPad right now uh, for my planning system, but everybody's different. And I think that's what's so important. And within the framework of our system, specifically going into 2023, we are really going to be working on structure so that you are individually having the right system and then being able to plug in uh, to this CoachCast on a daily basis to you know, work within the framework of your system, which is uniquely yours, which is so important. So excited about that. Wanted to share with that with you. And then this week, you know, we've got our topic. And if you go in the compass, you can always follow up and see where we're at. And if you haven't listened for a while, it's good to kind of see what's going on. You know, we're finishing up our book, Living Untethered. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do uh, uh, part seven, and then we have part eight, and we're done. I'll have a new book for you. Um, but that's been a great book. Really a lot of meditation this year, a lot of mental work. Uh, we're getting into some nitty gritty tomorrow. We'll go over. Uh, today, we're going to talk about um, how to get what you want. We're going to talk a little bit about being more assertive. And then obviously tomorrow, like I said, living untethered. Then as we get into the week, Wednesday, we're going to talk about building massive self-esteem that's not egoic really important. Uh, Thursday, of course, I've got questions and updates for you uh, on Thursday. Friday, uh, really good one, manifesting more in your life. Uh, this is a, a good one, no matter if you're financially stable or not. How do we get better relationships and better things working for us? On Friday, uh, Saturday, excuse me, assertive system tips. How do we get more assertive and what are some systems we can use? And then on a Sunday spiritual assertiveness. So we got a great week planned for you here uh, with some good energy and things happening. Uh, and it's a great time to kind of recommit to the system. It's the middle of August. Things are really going fast as always. They always are. Um, and and as, as things go fast, we've got to really kind of step back, slow down, reorganize, understand where we're going and make sure we're executing. 
and that's very important. And and one of the issues that we have is the clarity factor in the execution. If if we don't know what we want, we think we know what we want, but we really don't know how can we be assertive to get it. So that clarity uh, process is really important uh, to know your next steps. And one of the ways that you can know what you want to do is to know what you don't want to do. And that's by doing a lot of different things and understanding what it is that you really want. Just like me here uh, in Fish Lake, getting ready to move back into the city that I thought it would be great just to have this little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. Did it for a few months and realized, hey, it isn't what I wanted. So into this month, we're selling it to somebody and I'm not really losing any money, which is great. And I'm moving into a bigger place with the studio and everything. So I would have never known that if I didn't do it. So we've got to get out and do some things. And to do that, we've got to be a little more assertive. Okay, so this week's going to be fun talking about that. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, finding your style is important when it's being assertive. Uh, And that means, you know, being unique and being able to self-select. If you're not somebody that is trying to uh, be an influencer, I was watching this thing on... um, on the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, a football uh, team here in the United States. And it was talking about how he's got to be more of a servant leader because he's kind of just talking about the things he does, like psychedelics, and a few people have left the team. And so there's there's a boundary where you put your uniqueness out there, okay? Now, personally, I think that if you're not an influencer, which I'm talking about 0.01% of the population, right, is somebody that's out there with that kind of um, work reflection that somebody's going, okay, I'm not going to stay because you're thinking about retiring, then the rest of us mortal human beings, we can actually be really unique. And to that point, you know, obviously there's some things you don't want to talk about and put out in the public because we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, but we want to celebrate our uniqueness. And I think that's really critical. So, you know, you can get out there and, you know, I don't suggest you talk politics. You know, if you if you want to, you can, you know, the religious stuff. The issue with those things is, you know, everybody's got their own mindset. And we're learning that from living, living untethered, right? That people have these experiences, these samskaras, things that have happened in their life. And so when you start putting that stuff out there and you start arguing with other people, that causes issues. Now, I'm not saying don't be unique. I'm just saying be aware of what your style is going to be and be you, tremendously unique in who you are. But when it comes to expressing certain things, you know, like Aaron Rodgers coming out and saying, hey, you know, I did this psychedelic drug thing and it really changed my life. Well, it's, you know, kids look up to him and it really is kind of a unique thing that he kind of could have left to himself or to his inner circle or those people that are really close to him. And that's typically what I do. You know, I try really hard to be the positive guy in the world. The person that's bringing energy to um, the world through Facebook and through the algorithm. I'm learning to try to do that more and more because I'm realizing that people are looking for that from me. And so in the public, I want to do that. Do I have political opinions? Yes, you know I talked about them here because you're part of my inner circle. And I'll tell you, you know, I've got liberal ideas and conservative ideas, and it is what it is. I, I'm not afraid. But I'm not going to go on Facebook and fight that because it, it makes no sense. I'm, I'm the guy that's out there helping people get clear about what they want to do and helping them become more productive. And through that, I can help them find more consciousness and more energy but I've got to be careful with, with the, the, the opinions that I share. Again, not only just because they can cause disruption, but because it isn't really part of my uniqueness. It isn't serving my purpose. And finding that uniqueness in me as a free person, likes to wear my tank tops, likes to relax and do the things I want to do, you know, that's my unique style. 
And I want to do that. And it turns some people off. When I go speak, there's some people that just can't stand to hear that because they're grinding out 60 hours a week and they don't want to hear about freedom. And that's okay. But that is a unique thing that I don't mind sharing because that's self-selective. Where if I'm combative and if I say, oh, you know, I love Trump or I hate Trump or whatever, you know, that's obviously the, the big thing of the last couple of years. If I take a side on that argument, all of a sudden I lose people. And my mentor, Johnny Carson, is somebody that I follow who never really took a side, right? He just kind of, he believed in being a communicator and helping people around the world, you know, at the end of the day, kind of forget about life a little bit where I'm trying to energize people. And literally he had the ability to get a president elected at the, it, you know, when he was at his peak because he had so much power and influence, but he didn't use that. And so that's what we want to do. We want to be unique in our, our expression of the things we want to do, but be cautious of our opinion because we lose the ability to be assertive when people shut off. Does that make sense? This kind of goes back to how to win friends and influence people, the book. We want to, we want to be unique and put our style out there, but we don't want to be opinionated where we turn people off because then we won't be able to assert, be assertive. Okay, um, so find your style and people will self-select with that, but we don't want them to self-select over some opinion that's political or religious that didn't really mean that much and didn't serve your purpose. Okay, let's keep going. A couple other things. Um, some of the things you can do to be more assertive is you can plan your responses. Okay, you'll hear me say this a lot that you want to choose your battles. You can't win them all. Okay, so you got to be really specific about where you choose your battles and then you want to plan your attack. And you can do this with people subtly, you know, over the years, because I've done it for so much, it's, dig it's into my DNA that I understand how to kind of empathize and work with people. It just works. It's kind of a gift, but it's also something that I've been working on for years. And so I think about what do I want to say? How do I want to approach this? What, what, are, what is the tactic that I want to do to make sure I'm working with that per person at the right, in the right way? Uh, you want to use your own self-talk. So one of the big things you'll hear from me is an assumptive close. It's something I used a learned a long time ago, and it's just the way I live my life. We can call it the Forrest Gump. It's just I believe when I do stuff that it's going to work. Okay, so when I talk to somebody and I go talk to them about I want to go see this movie or I want to go to this golf course or I want to buy this house, I just assume that they're going to be on my side. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm not open to critical analysis. I am, but I'm really, when I'm got my heart set on something, I just assume that everything else is going to take care of itself. That's not only a metaphysical uh, per, uh, practice or a spiritual practice, but it's also a very practical practice from what we call the assumptive close. And I learned that in sales. Like when you go into the room, if you don't believe that you need to make the sale, that they need to buy the product or service that you're bringing into the room, then leave, right? You're, you're not going to get it done. You don't have to be a salesperson. You just have to believe that the thing that you're bringing is value. And if you got imposter syndrome or you're, you don't believe in it, then you got to step back, use self-talk and get your, to the point where you do believe that the product or service that you're offering is helping you or is you have the ability to do it. So my big thing is right now, I'm getting ready to launch a pretty big program. And this is a big program I'm working with my new coach, Corey, on, and he's giving me the energy right? To say, gosh, this is the value. I work with, you know, these people all over the world and this is what it's worth. And, and having that secondary voice, having that coach in my background helps me a lot. And when I take that offer to the public, okay? So understanding that's really critical. We want to work on our body language. We'll talk a lot about posture and presence. Um, when I'm not healthy and right now I'm a little skinny, I want to gain a little weight, um, my stomach's getting to where I want it to be, but my arms are a little skinny. And I'm just, you know, this is, this is full disclosure. I mean, this is me being authentic to you. Um, you know, I want to get a little bit 
I, I feel a little bit better when I'm a little bit stronger. And because of this summer, I haven't done a lot of surge training, even though he sent it to me. I haven't been able to lift any weights. I've been running, but I haven't been able to lift a little bit. I'm a little bit thinner. I've lost you know, an inch on my arms. And so I need to get some creatine in me. I need to start lifting a little bit and get a little bit stronger. I feel better then, right? Because that's what I'm talking about with your body language. When you get that posture, your shoulders back, you feel a little better. You know when you're feeling good. And for me, it's getting that testosterone up a little bit by lifting a little bit the new house, I'm going to have that in place. And I just feel better when my body feels better. It doesn't mean you have to be a supermodel. I mean, I'm talking about little things with me, a little bit stronger arms. You know, it's just, I know what feels good. My shoulders come back a little bit better because I'm not sitting at the computer all day. Little things for me, you may be, you know, it may be something where you want to lose a little weight, or maybe you want to gain a little weight, or maybe you want to, you know, there's certain things you can do that will make you feel better. Oh, and it could be the outfits you're wearing. You know, I'm a, I'm a Hugo Boss guy, diesel jeans guy, Kohan shoes when I speak, but typically day to day, I've actually got into this Lululemon stuff. You know, it's a little more expensive, but the quality is there. It feels comfortable. Just is what it is. And, and that personal branding is a part of feeling good. Look, when I go speak and, and, and again, this stuff's starting to coming up, I'm starting to get calls again. If I fly into New York, I'm going to Hugo Boss, getting a Hugo Boss medium shirt, fits me perfect, diesel jeans they're really good. Get me a belt. Maybe use some Nike because I've been wearing some Nike stuff because it's a little younger and a little hipper with the young people, or I get my Kohan shoes. I have my uniform. I don't even need to think. And I know when I'm out there, I can be assertive and I can feel good. See how this all comes back to us, like feeling good and having good energy. It's kind of the same thing because when you are feel good, you can, you can really get out there and, 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 and assert yourself. You know, you know, it's, it's the, you know, you can be really your authentic self. And I think that's what we're coming back to. We're not looking for external validation. It's internal validation that you're able to go out and present yourself in the way that you want to. And again, it's not about, it's about you. Okay. This is what I want to say. It's about you, not the external stuff. It's about you feeling good inside that you're wearing something that you like, that your body is where you want it to be and you feel real comfortable. And if you don't, at least maybe your body's not where you want to be, but you got a new outfit that makes you feel good. And it's uniquely your expression. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It's your unique expression, the way you are going to live. There's reasons that I have a uniform because it makes me not think as much, but um, I want you to be very unique because that allows you to be assertive, okay? And that's going to help you. So what are we doing today? Okay, well, what we're doing this week is I want to help you become more assertive. So we got to find your style. Finding your style allows you to be unique. And what does being unique mean? It allows people to self-select. And if you offend somebody, that's fine because you're being unique. And I'm not talking about offending them in discussion or political argument. I'm talking about them, you expressing your uniqueness. And if they don't like you, then they're self-selecting away. Then what we're going to do is we're going to understand what we're talking about, you know, and who we're talking with. And we're going to use that self-talk and we're going to use those planned responses to help us. And we're going to use, and if you take one thing away, it's this assumptive close. We're going to assume that people want what we want. We're going to assume it. We're going to go in with that energy and that confidence. If we don't, then we got to go look in the mirror and go, okay, what's wrong? Why don't I have posture today? Why don't I have presence? Maybe I didn't work out. Maybe I don't feel good. Maybe I'm not wearing the right clothes. Okay, well, find that unique ability to say, when I put this on, it's kind of my power suit or it's my power dress or it's my power clothes. Again, I'm more of a t-shirt jeans guy or a tank top sweats guy or shirts, you know, shorts and flip-flops guy. I mean, I used to, we used to laugh because I have one client that laughs whenever I say business shorts. That's me. Okay. So I can go up on stage. I can do whatever. And I feel really comfortable because I'm very unique and it's the internal validation. Again, I'm not looking for external validation. 
really important, okay? So let's get out there and work on being assertive. Let me bring one more thing in about narcissism because there's a lot of narcissists out there, okay? And it's, it seems like it's becoming more prevalent in the world today. And a narcissist has, has so much ego, right? And we're going to talk about this on Wednesday where we're going to, we're going to build our self-esteem but without ego. But when you're dealing with narcissists, and, and again, they're, they're self-selecting away, or you have one in your family, which is really challenging, you've got to set boundaries and you've got to know the expectations of what you're going into. There's a lot of them out there, okay? So just realize that when you go in there, it's got to be your internal validation and you've got to allow people to self-select. And if you're in a situation where they can't self-select, meaning you need to build a relationship with them, you're really going to have to know your worth. You're going to have to feel good about yourself. You're going to have to really bring your A game because you realize that they need help. It's not about you. It's about them. So if you're in a situation where you're trying to be assertive, and you're assuming things and you just can't get through and you're dealing with a narcissist and it's just somebody that's just over the top, then you realize, and you can't self-select because you need to get something done, then step back, really work on your worth, stand your ground, but understand boundaries and expectations and work with that and actually feel a little sorry for them because it's them that's the problem, not you, okay? So let's get out there and be really unique. Let's put our assertiveness out there. For those of you that are just getting started, if you haven't started your belt system, jump in. For those of you that might've done it last year, it's a good time to start doing it again. Go through your white belt, go through your yellow belt, get those uh, tests done, understand the concepts so that we can get clear on what we wanna be assertive with, okay? I love you, get out there, have a great one, and we're gonna go into part seven of the book tomorrow, but go kick ass today, and I'll be back with you tomorrow right here on morningcoach.com.